God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, broadcast either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, the Chief Sinner. Because there are a lot of developments happening right now, and I'm going to reveal how all these things are connected, how they may impact the 2022 midterm elections. Because this stuff gets deep. It's insane what these folks are trying to accomplish. So the Communications Act of 1934 combined and organized federal regulation of the telephone, telegraph, and radio communications. The act created the Federal Communications Commission or the FCC to oversee and regulate these industries. Now the act is updated periodically to add provisions, uh, governing new communications technologies like the internet, broadcast, cable, and satellite TV. Now, in the interest of national security, law enforcement, and intelligence communities, this act, okay, allows the President of the United States to effectively suspend or amend rules and regulations upon proclamation and I quote verbatim, that there exists a war or a threat of war or state of public peril or disaster or other national emergency or if he or she deems it necessary in the interest of national security or defense. The president may prioritize defense or security communications authorizing government use or control of communication facilities and suspend or amend rules and regulations applicable to any or all stations or devices capable of emitting electromagnetic radiations. So in other words, the Communications Act of 1934 gives the President of the United States significant and dangerously broad authority and governance through a simple national emergency to shut down and control everything having to do with communications within the United States, including cell phones, radios, email, and the internet. The key word is national emergency or declaration of emergency. Those two phrases are the most dangerous language that our government has to seize power and control to almost absolutely everything with no regulation or oversight whatsoever. We have the same sort of statues here. And I have long time been an opponent of these. We actually have in the United States an emergency act that allows the president to shut down the internet. The president can have complete control and authority over every single internet service provider and satellite networks that involve communications. And by a simple executive order through a national emergency, 
especially in the case of war or cyber warfare. The president can effect effectively halt or seriously impede communications of the internet and cell phone providers through this law. So yes, it can be done. And yes, I believe it very well can happen and very soon. Now, although it is true that none of the wording about class two devices appears in the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, HR 3590, it does still exist in Section 519 of the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, which does include an unamended passage on rules for Class II devices and data collection from them. So now you have to ask yourselves, what in the world does an RFID tracking chip have anything to do with food, medication, or cosmetics? All in our nation's critical infrastructure. And even greater, what does any of that have to do with healthcare? So the framework is there, and it's been there ever since. And sequentially, a large part of this stuff has now been resurfaced thanks to the COVID-19 emergency. And now what I believe will soon also be another declaration of emergency concerning war and cybersecurity. It all comes together, all of it. Now, what is so significant about the timing of all this? Because the, the timing of all this is absolutely very significant. There are no such thing as a coincidence or an accident. So this November midterm elections will be occurring this year in eight months concerning our Congress. Just the mere possibilities that exist through these laws and through the technology that we have, there is a very real possibility that these things might happen and could seriously not only impede our ability to communicate and impede our freedom of speech online, but have a serious consequence into the coming midterms. And we need to be taking a look at this. We need to be taking a hard, seriously look at this. Reflection point, I believe, in the world economy, not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of, as the, uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway. So here is something that passed underneath the radar that hardly had any media coverage. I'm very surprised nobody really covered this. And it's of serious consequence that we understand what's happening and what's about to happen within literally, within the next four to 12 months, literally. On Wednesday, March 9th, President Biden signed into law executive order ensuring responsible development of digital assets. But I do want to also bring attention towards the end of this order, which provides the timeline or the time frame of implementation. This is extremely very significant to understand this, especially in the fact that our elections are about eight months away. The timing of this is absolutely strategic, very deliberate and extremely intentional, and this is urgent. Section 8, paragraph 3. 
while the United States held the position of president of the 2020 G7. The United States established the G7 Digital Payments Experts Group to discuss CBDCs, stablecoins, and other digital payment issues. The G7 report outlining a set of policy principles for CBDCs is an important contribution to establishing guidelines for jurisdictions. Okay, jurisdictions, in other words, control for the exploration and potential development of CBDCs. In other words, this executive order is coming from the G7 organizations, which are pretty well known concerning the Illuminati and the global elitist influence. Paragraph 4. The United States continues to support the G20 roadmap for addressing challenges and frictions with cross-border funds, transfers, and payments for which work is underway, including work on improvements to existing systems for cross-border fund transfers and payments, the international dimensions of CBDC's designs, and the potential of well-regulated well-regulated stablecoin arrangements. Section B of Section 8, Paragraph B, which says, within 120 days of the date of this order. So within 120 days, about four months, our nation will have this is not a theoretical, okay? No theoretics about this. Our nation will, in fact, have established a framework to start implementing this system in 120 days. And I believe the only reason why it can happen so quickly is because, like the executive order states, they're already there. Within one year of the date of the establishment of the framework required by Section 8B1 uh, of this order, the Secretary of Treasury, in consultation with the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Commerce, the dic <laughs> Dictator, <laughs> Director of the Office of Management and Budget, the Administrator of the United States Agency for International Development, and the heads of other relevant agencies as appropriate, shall submit a report to the President on priority actions taken under the framework and its effectiveness. So what all of this means is that our nation, by executive order, not by congressional bipartisan efforts or by a bill or law that was put forward, is going to research, fund, put together, and start implementing a global digital currency framework that I believe will soon replace cash. And it's going to happen very quickly, as stated, within 6 to 12 months. Now, part of the reason that this is being done so quickly isn't just to establish a digital currency or a digital global currency or to remove cash, but to regulate and control all forms of digital currency like Bitcoin. And I am telling you right now, as I did after the 2018 midterm elections, if conservatives and the GOP win the majority in both the House and the Senate, they will successfully impeach both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris from the White House. And a major firestorm of retribution will come. It won't be like what happened to Trump. This will be 100 times worse and it will be successful. And there is no way in heck that these elites, these people behind the scenes of the White House are going to just roll over and just let that happen. They've created the perfect firestorm concerning Russia, and they will use it to their advantage, just like they use COVID-19, to control the outcome. 
And so as if none of this stuff is enough, if none of this stuff has convinced you, I do have at least one last headline that I want to show you guys. Forbes reports countdown to 2022's first eclipse season in an 84-minute blood moon eclipse for North America. There are two eclipse seasons in 2022. Eclipse season number one is uh, occurring April 30th, 2022, which will be a partial solar eclipse. And then May 16th, 2022 will be a total lunar eclipse, a blood moon. And it will be seen over North, Ameri North and South America. Eclipse season two will be on October 25th, 2022 with a partial solar eclipse. And then check this out on November 7th slash 8th. On the morning of the elections or on the eve of the night of our elections, total lunar eclipse, a blood moon, will be seen over the entire North America and the Pacific region. Now, as I explained in almost uh, every video, the moon is very significant. It's very symbolic throughout the entire Bible and biblical prophecy because it symbolizes the nation of Israel, the Jewish people, God's eternal promises that was given through them. There will be exactly, exactly two blood moons occurring this year, one in the spring, one in the fall, two. Now, I talked about that number, the number two, in connection to 2020 also in connection to 2022 that number symbolizes division in both instances the timing of both of these blood moons are extremely also very extremely significant the first one occurring in may on may 16th the month of may is significant concerning the rebirth of the nation of israel which occurred may 14th 1948 and they're going to celebrate their independence on May 5th. Now, the second blood moon will occur, as I said, on November 8th, November 7th and November 8th, 2022. The eve of our elections and the morning of our election day. 